Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! just spent half an hour on a uh, call talking about restaurants and now we're exhausted. Yeah. So did, so you started and then you stopped because I brought up another place. Yeah. Um, and we started looking into this other place. So we're going to, this is our real starting point now. Yeah. We just, I just want a place where we can have a reservation <laughs> and then we just walk in and we go, it doesn't really matter. I want to go somewhere that has an outdoors and it's cool. Okay. And I think everybody else would probably prefer somewhere with like good food. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, after this, you'll have to uh, spend three hours on the internet finding a place. <laughs> I, I, and I 100% will, which is awful. I have so much other shit to do and I'm going to do this. Uh, but we're doing it because you're going out of town for a while. Yeah, this is my last podcast for about three weeks. Um, going to Italy. Going to eat some pasta. It's really the only reason I want to go. Just to eat. And yet, you keep suggesting Italian restaurants. Pasta and bread and some seafood. They got some good seafood over there, apparently. Um, I'm sure I'll have some stories. But um, what's going on over there? I heard your AC's not working. It's it's just, uh, yeah, it's puttering along. It's working. It's just not working well. It's like one of those air conditioners that you have to put the ice in. Remember, Eric, you had that? No. Bought that? It was like the worst air condition of all time. No. It just had a thing on the top where you put, like, ice, and it's just a fan that blows through the ice. Until it melts, and then you just, <laughs> and then you just have to like dump the thing. It was the that's worst. such an Eric thing to get. Yeah, it was, it was like the worst AC ever. Um. So what's what else is going on? Any notes? Anything? No. Happening? What's going on? No. Let's just get into it. I don't think that there's anything to talk about. I mean, if if I think of it, I don't. But I don't know. How are you? What are we talking about today? Well, what about you? Do you have any notes? You've always got notes. Uh, not today. The only thing I did see was that uh, there was a town in South in Colombia that the um, police like seized like tons of uh, weed, and they didn't know what to do with it, so they just burned it. And it basically, like, took over this town. Like, everyone got, like, stoned in this town. They had to, like, evacuate some of the buildings there. It was Where was this? It's in Colombia. Oh. Um, basically got the whole town. Um, let's see. Um, cops create a massive contact eye. It says that they seized... Suburb of Medellin, which of course is best known for a different drug. <laughs> um, it basically, they hotboxed this this town when they lit um, 1.5 tons of sticky icky, as the stupid article says, from the streets, um, and they basically had to. Uh, basically, the wind shifted, the pot clouds started to drift over, and all the residents started getting really freaking high 
And then, but they had to like start evacuating towers in the area and reassuring the citizens that there was no fire. And uh, basically everyone got fucked up. <laughs> That's the only note that I found interesting uh, this week. Other than okay. uh, now there's a, a war between uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, Bernard Pollard. You know, actually, I would have brought that up. Isn't that great? I, I read, I read that whole thing. I thought that was pretty fun to follow. He said that no uh, top ten wide receivers want to play there because they're a run first offense, and he can't make the throws. But I mean, his record is, I mean, his stats ever since he got in the league is just ridiculous. If you look at him, I think he's like got like a 32 and 17 win, something like that. Um, right. it, it can't be that much, actually, but it's basically he wins most of his games. Um, and he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, but anyway, so uh, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about. Uh, well, do you want to, do you want to, uh, uh, I guess we're going to talk about, um, the Emmys. I forgot the Emmys and we're going to talk about some TV and then you and I each saw separate movies this week. Uh, and we're going to each give our little mini reviews of them without trying to, I don't know if there's spoilers or not. You can figure out on your own. All right. So. Mine, mine will try to be, uh, spoiler free. All right, do you want to start with yours and then we'll go into the Emmy since it's a longer conversation and we'll probably lose some people? Oh, okay. Uh, and then we're going to talk about some, t you know, you, you were like really mad that I didn't watch a lot of new TV. So I tried to catch up on a bunch of stuff over the last week. That's the other thing. So we're going to discuss like a couple shows. I think we just said we'll talk about Bear um, and we're going to talk about Irma Irma Vep, and we're going to talk about The Old Man a little bit. Hulu. Yeah, have you seen the new Beavis and Butthead movie? I haven't. Have you? Yeah. You see, that's, I was going to watch that, and I would have done that for this, and you kept saying that it was stupid. Why would I want to watch it every time it's I brought actually, it up? It's actually kind of funny. Oh, I of course it is. But every time I brought it up, you're like, that's stupid. Well, you should watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Even though I probably forgot everything that happened in it. Um, Why were you in Columbia while you were watching it? Today, the new South Park. Uh, that, yeah, came out last night. Streaming Wars, part two. But I, I am. I didn't care. Like I was going to do that for this, and I was like, I, the last one was stupid. So I, I not them. Yeah. Are you excited for the new Nathan Fielder show? Yes. The rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. This sounds like a really interesting show. What is the premise of it? Um, I forget. It's like... Uh, it's about people who like want to make life-altering decisions. So they basically like do a practice run. Right. Like right. Someone wants to quit their job or something. I don't know the exact... I'm sure we'll find out. But someone wants to... Example, someone wants to quit their job and they don't know how to do it. And he sets up like a whole thing to like run them through like practice rounds. Um, it looks pretty good. Um, that's that premieres tomorrow. Um, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, I actually was just quoting I was just talking to our friend's wife about something about how her kid doesn't want to be a baby. And I was like, oh, have you ever watched Nathan for you? And she'd never heard of it. And I was like, one of the best ones is when he does a Nathan for you to this toy store where he wants to market the to like a certain uh, toy is um, not for babies because that's the only thing that kids care about is not being babies when they're a certain age. Yeah. Like, and then he start, kids start coming in. He's like, are you a baby? And they're like, no. He goes, seems like me. You, to me, you are. Because you don't have one of these. Only 
only people who aren't babies have these. I mean, the kids all want it. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, but, um, yeah, as far as TV, uh, or no, movies. So, yeah, the movie I saw um, was The Gray Man, which I think comes out tomorrow on Netflix, or maybe tonight. Uh, it comes out tomorrow, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, well then, should I? I mean, well, look, you put, you said make it a topic, so I'm gonna make it a topic. Okay, I, I, I don't like. Yeah, I'm not gonna be back for a while, so. so um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, but you're gonna probably watch it before then. It's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it before then, but we're not gonna talk about it, so you can just tell what you thought about it. All right, so I went to a theater screening of this, and my first thought is, it's ridiculous that this isn't a theater movie, because. It's it's like a, it's like nonstop action, you know, for the most part. And it's the biggest like, budget Netflix movie they've ever done. And it's like it's I'll tell you this, it's all up there. Like they don't waste any money. I mean it's uh The guys who did uh Infinity War and Marvel Russo brothers. Yeah. And uh Chris Evans and um Ryan Gosling. And Anna Diarmas. Um, and Billy Bob Thornton. So, like, we did a Q&A. All those people were there. Alfie Woodward was there. Who else was there? Like, all the actors. Oh, oh the guy. Billy Bob hasn't done shit in a long time. He, uh, you didn't watch uh, his, well, his show? Um, um, Goliath. Yeah, Goliath. Um, who else was it? Oh, and the guy from Bridgerton was there. The really good-looking guy that hosted Saturday Night Live last year. Everybody like, um, but uh, Billy Bob Thornton in this Q and A. Let me just tell you, everybody, you know, everybody gets dressed kind of nice and whatever. They're all like lined up in a row. The Russo brothers, everybody, you know, and then he comes in, sleeveless T-shirt with all this tats and like a trucker hat pulled over his face, and you couldn't tell if he was awake for the whole Q and A until they came to him, and then he's like, awesome, you know, what I mean, he's like got like awesome answers but the whole time you're like does this guy just not want to be here um <laughs> probably doesn't <laughs> yeah probably but uh yeah so basically it's about um ryan got yeah so he's like a he goes to jail and he gets pulled out of jail to like join the cia and they find that there's this program where there's these, they're using like former inmates to be CIA agents to like kind of do some CD stuff. And he gets kind of mixed up in a thing where um, he realizes that they're, they're, he's like going to be the next target of, uh, of like they're going to want to take him out. So it's kind of like that Jason Bourne kind of like, working against the system, but I got some people in the system kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of what happens, you know? Um, like I said, nonstop action. They go to like a whole bunch of cities. It's shot like, and so this is this has been a big theme for me over the last two years is locations. If you can go to locations, your movie is infinitely better. It's just, it's just a fact. Yeah. So, like, they're shooting in Prague, they're shooting in Paris, and it's like, you know, it's Mission Impossible, Born Identity kind of shit, where he's like, there's just car chases and shootouts and all that stuff all over all these cities. And then Ryan, Ryan uh, or uh, what's his name? What, oh, no, Chris Evans is kind of the, Chris Evans is like, is hunting Ryan Gosling now. He's kind of like the biggest dick in the world in this movie. Uh, it's not like, you know, from the, from the get-go, that's kind of his whole shtick. He's the guy that they bring in because he doesn't work for the government, so he has no rules and can just kind of blow up cities, basically. Because <laughs> that's what he uh, essentially does, trying to get Ryan Gosling. I mean, it's amazing how, I mean, it, it's, it's like comical, uh, like 
G.I. Joe cartoon comical about how hard it is for these people to kill Ryan Gosling for some reason. And he stops every five minutes and like makes a really cool quip, you know, but, um, but it flows well, you know what I mean? It works. Like we, we had a good time watching. It was like, Oh, this is fun. You know, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. Um, it's like all the Netflix action movies, but like I said, if they spent the money and went to the location and the other difference is I know that like the rock is a movie star, but like there's something else, you know, to be said for like a guy like Ryan Gosling, who's like cool and like saying cool things to the camera. You know what I mean? Like that helps that kind of genre. Like a Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, this Ryan, yeah. Like, I imagine he was the next call of Ryan Gosling didn't want to do it. Because, but then it would be like almost he's too winky winky at the camera about everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know, mostly brainless and silly. But, uh, but like, action packed. And there's going to be some scenes that you're going to be like, this, this is, this is just ridiculous, but kind of fits with the whole thing. So you liked it? Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. You know, that's not usually my, my genre, but for that kind of genre, it, it, I thought it was the best version of that I've seen, um, outside of like, it's probably the best version that I've seen. I'm trying to think. I should have asked you this ahead of time. Outside of like a Mission Impossible or a Bourne movie, what is the best version of those movies? You might say like Fast and Furious or something. I'm not, I don't think that those movies are particularly. What? John Wick. John Wick is better. Yes. Good call. John Wick. Yeah. Um, but he's not really a spy. He's just like. But yeah, um, James Bond. You know, uh, this is this isn't far off from the James Bond world. You know, so yeah, pretty good. It's okay. Like definitely worth watching. Ridiculous that it's not being released in theaters, though. I think that's a big mistake because it's a good. Thing. Okay. Um, I also went to see a movie in theaters. Uh, I went to see Thor, Love and Thunder. You were like, uh, on the fence last podcast, you were like, I don't really want to see it. Tyka, you know, you don't think like you're, you basically had some things to say about. I'm a little YTD'd out. You're tired. Yeah. Uh, well. I, I, and for the record, I want to say that I think that 10 years from now we'll come back and be like, oh, I miss those Taika Waititi movies. The same way we got like Will Ferrell out and now we miss Will Ferrell comedies, you know? I actually showed Robbie a um, Hunt for the Wilder People last night. It's so good. I love that movie. Uh, but anyway, so he comes back, he directed Thor Ragnarok and he you know, is now directing this one. And this one was void of any magic or, or uh, I guess, um, originality then that the first one had, uh, that Ragnarok had. This one was, there was really no entertainment. There was a couple fun scenes, but it turned into like, um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. There was like a whole thing where kids were involved and they had to rescue kids and kids started getting powers or were able to fight things. Um, you know, they introduced, I don't know, this thing was just so terrible. All of a sudden, like, there's a whole, it starts off with Natalie Portman has stage four cancer which makes for a really entertaining film. Um, 
And, uh, you know, she ends up becoming like Thor 2.0. Um, how is she in this? How, how does that work? Is that good? Is that? It was just a, such a stupid storyline. Like the whole thing about her, like getting the hammer and like it's calling to her and all this shit. Like it's just, it was the bad guy wasn't even that bad. That's my next question. Oh, so Christian Bale? He was killing killing everyone, but they didn't really establish it well enough where you were like, oh shit, this guy's really bad. Um, I don't think they wanted to because they wanted you to feel a certain way at the end. Um, I feel like if you would have taken, he's a little Dr. Freeze from that movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger where he was a bad guy, but had some personal issues that was driving his evil. And basically at the end, you kind of like, it basically was kind of like the storyline of Dr. Freeze a little bit. Um, I don't know, it just like, it wasn't as funny. Like the jokes didn't land, Um, you know, they, they brought back Korg but his jokes weren't as fresh as they were in the other movie. Um, I don't know. It just, it just was not good. And I saved you a little time. And, uh, you know, you probably could wait to see it on Disney Plus if you want. I heard they wasted Tessa Thompson, too, that she has no real part. Yeah, it just wasn't good. Like, they just jump around from, like, place to place there's no real like store like through storyline that connects everything you got a fat um russell crowe i was gonna ask how how russell crowe is that's your guy they made him do it was very it was a weird um version like basically they told him to just go off the rails and he went off the rails it was very weird um but they took, uh, they made a couple decisions that were questionable and uh, not on the good side. Um, so yeah, I do not recommend this movie. I was excited for it um, and it was a total letdown. It was, the one good thing is it wasn't long. It felt, okay. it, was, it was like a shorter movie. You get in, you get out and uh, it wasn't like you're, overblown Marvel Universe movie where it's like three hours long. Um, I just don't think they had enough to tell, enough story to tell. Um, so yeah, that was my um, my experience. Yeah, all right. So two movies that uh, you could probably skip, like I said, Gray Man is fine. You could probably just, you know, I, I think that, you know, between the two of us, I don't, no one's really excited about either of these things, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so I heard, I know people are pissed about Thor because they say that his his sense of humor, has, this Taika stuff, has turned marvel into a joke and people don't want it to be like a joke yeah this was very uh this was made for kids like they did not enhance any of the adult themes or anything this was very kiddie which i didn't appreciate um all right, so uh, too bad. So uh, yeah, so no, no need to rush out to either of these things. So before we get into your TV, uh, we go run through some TV. Did you watch the first episode of Better Call Saul? I didn't. I meant to watch that before this, and I didn't watch it yet. Oh man, it was fucking intense. I read that it was good. Yeah, it's really good. I have been. Um, yeah, I've been holding on to that one because, uh, shoot, I was going to watch 
You know what? I was going to watch that, and I watched the second episode of Irma Vep instead. I should have watched that. All right, we can start with Irma Vep. Now let's talk some Irma Vep. So, I don't know. Someone told me about this. So I was like, that does not sound interesting at all. Um, what did they tell you about it? I just said, oh, you got to watch it. It's really good. And she started telling me about it. They started saying, oh, the vampires. It's about the making of the vampires. And I was like, okay, let me guess that they're really vampires in this thing. And then they were like, no, it has nothing to do with vampires. And I'm like, this is fucking confusing. Um, it doesn't make me want to watch it. Um, so I held off for a long time. And then I just like, one day I like, was like, I saw it on HBO Max where it says like, for you or whatever. And I was like, fuck it, I'll watch the first episode. And the whole time I'm watching the show, like I have no clue why this is a show and what the point of this show is. It's a remake, you know that. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a, that's a whole show within the show, within the show. Right. right. It's like, it, it goes full weirdness, weirdness. Um, but I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm watching. But I was like, you know what? This is, it's, I like all the movie stuff, like them making this stuff. This is a really good, I had to, I have to say that this is definitely a pretty accurate representation on movie making and what happens. I agree. What, what episode are you on? I'm, I'm caught up. So you've done like seven of these? Six. Six, okay. So it's I've only hard, done two. Tough watch. I've only done two. The second episode, there's like a conversation between like the AD and the producer that I was like, God, I probably have heard that a million times, that conversation. Yeah. Like it was something like, it was funny because it was like, oh, the extras uh, aren't working. Why aren't the extras working? Because they want to be paid more. Why? Because they're dancing. It's not dancing. There's no choreographer. Well, they said that they weren't booked as dancers. They were booked as just, you know what I mean? There's shit like that in every union and everything, every job on every movie. Um, and I thought, wow, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. I I really like this show. Yeah, I like it, but I I can't like, I don't still don't know the point of the show or what what I'm watching. But it's uh, I think it's I enjoy it. I can't recommend it. Well, one of the things I enjoy about it, so I've been watching. Not to snobbery up myself, but I've been watching a lot of um, foreign films lately. Not a lot, but like doing like one a month or something, one every two months, you know, like older foreign films. And one of the things I started watching them because I realized when I'm writing, all of my storytelling is very um, Americanized. It's all very um, obvious. It's very like, Three act structure, this, this over, you know, over explained. And one of the things I enjoy about foreign cinema now that I'm watching it more is that they don't, they don't spell it all out for you, you know? And a lot of what this does is that, where like suddenly you'll be in the middle of the movie, but the scene in the movie relates to what's going on in real life. So you don't know if you're watching real life, you know what I mean? And after it's, yeah. But after it's done, you realize it. And you just got to be like, all right, I got to pay attention and figure that out. And I, I enjoy that kind of storytelling to let your audience, you know, for something like this, for something like The Gray Man, I understand you can't leave it like that. But for something like this, like, yeah, I like, I like that they do that. Um, and I, I enjoy that kind of storytelling. I, I don't know if I would have if I just jumped into this if I hadn't been watching other things that kind of primed me. Yeah. It, you know, so, but I, I really enjoy it. I don't know. My one thing I, I don't know, and I'm only getting two episodes in is I think that Alicia Vikander, right? Yeah. I think she's great to look at on screen, but I don't, I don't know. She's, you know, she's this big movie star in it, but she doesn't captivate me the way a movie star would. Um, I don't know about that. I feel like she's doing 
a good impersonation of um, Kristen Stewart. I feel like that's kind of her character. Kind of like uh, she's a movie star, but she's like really cool. And she's like, you know, like goes with the flow and she's like never complains about anything. She's just like, I'll do whatever, you know. Um, but back to your, there's a whole episode that you'll see that go, goes into a, so basically the, the show is about a guy who's re reimagining a movie that he directed that was an American movie with a Chinese actress, right? It's real life, yep. And he's reimagining it as a French limited series with an American actress as the main kind of like changing it up a little bit. Um, it's called Ir Irma Vep, which is a vampire myths, you know, with all the letters moved around. Yeah, and it's, uh, I guess it's a, the movie was a remake of something that was made in 1915, a silent film about a biker gang and treasure and stuff. Um, so there's a lot of layers when it comes to like, they're showing scenes from 1915, how they remade it in the, in the other movie, and then the new movie. There's just a lot of like, as you said, like you don't know really what you're watching until like the end of the episode um, or the end of the sequence that they've designed. And the other thing that they don't, they don't do that I love about uh, this kind of storytelling is a lot of this is comedy and you don't, it let you have to figure that out. It doesn't set up that it's a joke for you. Like you're watching something and then it's like real life. It's like in real life, I don't, say something fun you know like if i say something funny in the moment you have to catch it and laugh it's not like um i know that i'm watching a comedy setup for this you know like it's i don't know i i, I love that uh because it's the subtle humor you're just like oh that is that's pretty funny yeah the uh, director like who's insane is hilarious exactly right uh, exactly but there's a whole episode that's coming up that you're gonna watch that has to do with like a scene from the original movie that he's remaking in today's times that seems like an like a sexual assault now but back then it didn't so after they shoot the scene there's a whole 30 minute 40 minute episode of him having conversations about you know, honoring past works, how it affects women nowadays, like, should they take it out? Should they remake it? Like, there's a whole really interesting conversation going on with that. You know, they do like a whole lot of behind the scenes uh, movie stuff, which I like. Um, I don't know if anyone else cares, but if, yeah. you're, if you're in the entertainment business, you know, it's kind of interesting because they do a very good job representing it. Uh, um, but yeah, I think Alicia Vikander's uh, pretty good. Okay. I don't know. I see her as a Kristen Stewart. Um, kind of like chill. So she's like just chill and she's just going with the flow, you know? I don't know. So... Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I haven't caught up fully. I think I have one left, but yes, I think it's pretty good. And All right. I, I was fighting it. I did. I was like, what the hell is this shit? And then I ended up. Yeah, I was surprised you got past the first episode when I watched it. Yeah, it was tough. But then I was like, oh, I'll watch the second episode. And then that's how it goes. Then you're in, you know? Yeah, then you're in exactly. That's how they get you. Um, all right. So, uh, what are you what else were you on uh oh. we were going to talk about yeah. uh the old man and the bear two hulu hulu shows hulu so stepping old, it up well actually they're fx shows yeah but whatever whatever um you were talking about you don't know why 
Ryan Gosling could get murdered, can't get murdered, but fucking the old man, Jeff Bridges, just keeps keeps chugging along. He somehow survives every fight. Um, yeah, so we're I'm on the third episode. Of this. I think there's been five or four or five. So you know, you're on like I think there's four. You're on the episode where uh, the the woman, where he's at the woman's house. Yeah, and he kidnaps her and yeah, hits the road with her. I just want to say, Amy Brenneman has the worst like choice in men in movies like ever. <laughs> I said the same thing. She's like, this is pick <laughs> Uh, Robert De Niro's uh, yeah, it's hard to watch her do it again. <sighs> By the way, that book comes out in like three weeks. Yeah, August 8th. I'm ready. Uh, Heat too. So I'm trying to finish this book that I've been reading. This Because I don't usually read a lot of fiction. So I'm trying to finish this fiction book that I'm in right now, which is really good. Um, so that I can, in, in time for that to start. Um... Um, I guess so. I'm yeah, so they're making a movie of that now. Yeah, I heard that too. We'll see. Um, so yeah, so I don't understand how, yeah, he keeps getting at it. I mean, he lumbers around, and then whenever there's a situation that's dangerous, he all of a sudden turns into like a 40 year old guy. Well, they say they do say that he's unkillable. Like in one of the episodes, like for some reason, this guy, like you can't kill this guy. Um, like even when the assassin guy was gonna like come to the house, um, he was like, "Dude, this is not a normal guy." <laughs> you know. Right. What do you think of younger Jeff Bridges, the guy they have playing the younger Jeff Bridges? He does look exactly like. I thought he looks like him, but he's he doesn't act like he doesn't act like him. Like when he visits the younger John Lithgow, the younger John Lithgow guy acts just like John Lithgow. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's a little. I think it's tough to do a Jeff Bridges. Um, because he's changed throughout the years, but like, um, what if he like? Did him like Starman? There's just all wooden and like, right? Apple pie, delicious. Um, but um, there's a lot of they reveal things in this show so early. Um, it's like okay, I guess we're not going to wait on that information. Well, there's uh, there's one big reveal in this last episode. I don't I don't want to say it because people haven't watched it yet. But I, 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 you know, over in my household, we kind of pride ourselves on guessing these things ahead of time and did not see it coming. Yeah, it gets like uh, this. The last episode is very intense about you know this revelation and how it's going to affect the rest of the show and. And uh, the show's intense. There's no comedy. No, you're right. Um, you know, I, a- I, well, you told me that I thought it was going to be action packed, and it's not action packed. There's a, it's, it's slow. No, it's slow. Yeah, definitely not action packed. This last episode was literally every scene. People are sitting and talking. That's it. <laughs> the whole episode was. Sitting and talking. No one was like driving or doing anything. It was just nonstop information. We were just getting info. Um, but so, what do you? What's your feelings about the show? Do you like it? Or? Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I don't love it. Um, you know, I'm going to finish it out, but it's not. It's not priority on my on my list of stuff to watch. Um, yeah, here I am having watched three episodes of it already. Uh, when, like, well, like, 
I like the other, I like the cast, like everybody in it. I like, so I'm like, this is going to be good. Yeah. Um, you know, you got John Lithgow, you got Jeff Bridges, you got Amy Brenneman, you got maybe Funke. <laughs> Ellie, if you want. From um, Party? She's, uh, so like, yeah. And now that they start making her character a character, that gets me in. You know, like, I like her. Do you watch Search Party? No. Search Party's the best. Um, all right, third show, The Bear. Now, I just want to say, I had like three people tell me in like the last like two weeks how awesome they thought The Bear was. And they're like, dude, you're going to love this show. You got to watch that show. And I was like, why would people think that I would like this show? You know, so I put on the first episode. I was just like, why would anyone think that I would like, not that I don't like it, but like, why, what, like, why is everybody making a big deal about this? This is just chaos. It makes no sense. It's like all over the place. And then at the end, you realize that's kind of the point. And as you get into more episodes, man, that show gets good. Yeah. I, like, love that show. Yeah. And we've said before on this podcast that Shameless, that guy from Shameless is, like, such a good actor. Yeah. He just hasn't had anything to do because, he, as he said on that, uh, I don't know if you read the article on uh, Hollywood Reporter, but he's talking about how, like, basically, like, he didn't think he was going to be able to act again because he was just so like mindless and his shameless character. Like he had, he would just go to work and like, it was just like not acting. He was just like running out of things to, to challenge himself. Oh uh, no, I didn't, I didn't read it. No. Um, but that's 10 seasons, 11 seasons of something. But he's God, such a shameless was on that long. Oh yeah. Stupid. Should not have been on that long. Uh, but shit. But anyway, so that guy's a really good actor. All the actors in it uh, have purpose and are very good at what they do. I love the the cousin who's like the crazy. Yes. The guy is great. That guy is great. He's really good in this. I, I, have no, I, I know I recognize him. He's like a, yeah, he's a guy like- showing up in a bunch of stuff. But in this show specifically he is a fantastic actor because he's so believable as this guy who you think is just a surface moron and then at the very at the end like the very end of every scene he's in he does something human that you're like oh no he's just got a messy life yeah he is he is so good um and and the and the you know his sparring with the young girl that one she's really good too you know it's man great in it yeah um yeah her storyline i like a lot um you know when will you finish the series while i would talk because is it is it over it's done no they're they have a new season but but i mean they released all like all the episodes have been released yeah they released every episode okay all right, I saw that there's like eight, and I'm on like three. So, all right, so you finished this still? Yeah, the last episode, uh, I have some questions about. Okay, all right, I look forward to getting into it. But, uh, um, it I mean, the other thing is you're like, the other question, when you start this show and you're watching it, you're like, why is this guy doing this? Like, why, you know? And I, I get that. I'm like, all right, we're going to find out. He's going to like love his brother and da, 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 da. And without beating you over the head with that shit, you start to fall in love with the place too, kind of. Yeah. You know, like it, it's not, it's a, it's a slow, it's a slow burn of falling and like falling for the place that he's, you know, the, and the people he's working with. Cause first you're like, why this? Oh, I get it. Like, oh yeah, he's a guy who was this, but you start to really feel you know, it's good. It, I think it's a really well done show. The very last episode, the opening, there's like an opening monologue scene that basically tells you everything you need to know of what, why he is the way he is and why he's there and all the shit that happened. And it's like an amazing scene. 
Oh, great. Um, so, and you can shoot that right there. You'll see how, how good of an actor he is. Well, you know, but I'm just saying like anyone that wants to watch the show, like that scene in particular is just like amazing. Uh, he's a good actor. Great. Um, so you like the bear. I like the bear. Okay. And then, uh, so now, uh, speaking of good actors, some people got nominated this week. Some people didn't. Um, Emmy nominations came out. Um, there were some people left off. Some people thought the Stranger Things redhead should have been uh, nominated. Well, they thought a lot of everybody. They thought that the black kid should have been nominated. They thought that Billy Bobby Brown should have been nominated. That we've talked about. We did this last week. That kid's terrible. But um, and the show, the show shouldn't be nominated for acting. So let's just get that straight. Well, you know, I get it though. When I was a kid, I remember when I first, the first time I started watching like the Academy Awards, I started watching because I wanted ET to win everything. <laughs> you know. And I was so mad, I, I never could bring myself to watch Gandhi because Gandhi beat E.T. and everything. And I was like, what? Who cares about this? You know, whatever. Um, I, do, I do think uh, Selena Gomez should have been nominated. Yeah, I do too. You're going to nominate uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin. Like, she should be nominated just for that. I agree. I agree. Uh, but uh, all right, let's talk about uh, best. And, and I, as you know, I, I'm, I'm the only one that I, I mean, it's hard to even know what should or shouldn't because it's July. So I don't know what falls under this, this thing. Yeah, know? this show never makes any sense because like Squid Game is nominated. It's like, I feel like that came out two years ago. And I'm like, uh, uh, we own the city. I, you know, I love that show and I, that didn't get nominated for anything. And I was like, Oh, that sucks. But I'm like, does it even fall under this year or is that next year? Like, I don't even know. I watched, uh, I finished that. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Um, so nominated for best drama series, better call Saul, euphoria, Ozark, severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Um, so I watched all of these series, which never happened. I have not seen Severance. I have not seen Ozark um, or Succession. So I would say probably the two best are, to me, Succession by far, and then Severance would probably be second. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Severance is awesome. All right. I only watched like the first two episodes. Well, if you don't like the first two, I mean, it kind of stays the same, you know. I mean, there's a gradual storyline, but it mostly just stays that. Um, I, I, I like Better Call Saul. I think Better Call Saul is the best. Do we have to pause? No, we're fine. Um, Stranger Things probably doesn't need to be nominated for Best Drama Series, but it's such a movie. Better Call Saul, wait, Better Call Saul this was like the weakest year of all the Better Call Sauls I thought oh. nothing happened in the whole season well, something happened but I, I understand that we spent a long time on the uh, on the, the setup or the, uh, like I, don't get me wrong. It should have won other years. Like, it was great. But I just felt like this was the season. It was like, meh. Um, <laughs> all right. Best Actress. Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. Laura Linney, Ozark. Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets. Reese Witherspoon, Morning Show, Euphoria. Zendaya. Um... I don't understand how Reese Witherspoon could be nominated, but I didn't even watch it this year, <laughs> so I don't even. I, mean, I saw the first episode. It was terrifying. So I don't know. Um, Melody Linsky was really good. Um, 
the Yellow Jackets. Yeah. But Zendaya had some pretty strong episodes this year. Yeah, I think Zendaya wins that. She was, yeah. It's going to be hard to uh, not give it to her. Um, I'm not going to do all these, but... Yeah, I know. And you were asking me for the odds earlier. I can't, you know, there's none on lines. So I can't help you with that, so... Best actor in the drama series. Uh, Jason Bateman, Ozark, Brian Cox, The Session. Lee Jong-Jay from Squid Game. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Adam Scott, Severance, Jeremy Strong, Succession. Are they ever going to give it to Bob Odenkirk? No, nah, they shouldn't with Jeremy Strong going, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... I'm sure... It's a good, that's a good, that's a strong, like, six nominees, though. Yeah, Better Call Saul will be nominated, I guess, next year for its final season. Um, but, I don't know, I feel like uh, that is a very strong six actors. Um, right. So, Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series um, has a lot of people in here. Um, Patricia Arquette, Severance. Didn't think she had, was anything to write home about in that, but I only saw two episodes. Julia Garner, Ozark, the girl from Squid Game, Christina Ricci, Yellow Jackets, Rhea Seahorn, Better Call Saul. She's got a one. Uh, a couple people from Succession and Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney got uh, nominated for two things. And she deserves it. She was good. Yeah. But I think you're right. Everyone's just excited Rhea Seahorn got nominated. She needs to win that. Um, I don't know. Julia Garner is so good in Ozark. It's kind of hard. All right. So I'm going to jump to best comedy series. Abby, and I think that Christina Ricci was the best part of Yellow Jackets. She was good. Abbott Elementary, Barry. Is Barry a comedy series? I don't know. I guess so. Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I haven't seen the last episode. It was kind of like that. Yeah, me too. Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows. Hey, I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows yesterday and maybe crack up and I might oh. get back in. Oh my it god! Was, it was the episode where he, uh, uh, Laszlo, gets in a duel and leaves town with Mark Hamill and becomes Jackie Daytona. <laughs> yeah, and I laughed so hard. It was so, and he just wants the the local volleyball girls volleyball team to be able to get to states. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, the episode. Uh, the new episode last night it made me die laughing. There's a whole bit about uh, like the house is like all run down and he's watching like the Property Brothers show. It's like uh, supposed to be the Property Brothers, but it's like a made up thing. Uh, Trying to figure out how to fix the house. <laughs> it's like the funniest goddamn thing. He's like explaining to somebody like how this is helpful. How watching HDTV when you're you need to do like a lot of shit on your house itself. Oh, uh, so funny. Uh, all right. So best actress in a comedy series, Rachel Brosnan, Quentin Brunson, Quinta Brunson from El Abbott Elementary. People like this Abbott Elementary. Sure. Kelly Kuko, Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning. Great, Issa Rae, Insecure, Chin, Smart Axe. Elle Fanny. I love the great. I, yeah, I don't really care about this. I don't really care about anyone in this category. I can't believe that didn't get nominated for Best Comedy Series. It's a great show. But the great is great. Um, all right, we talked about Best Actor in a Comedy Series, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Did we? No, we didn't. Best actor in a comedy series. Sorry, right, we got it. I mean, yeah. Bill Hader, Nicholas Holt. 
Steve Martin, Martin Short, Jason Sudeikis. Pretty good bunch of people there. Um, so, I don't know. Um, best limited series. So, we're not going to go through all these, but best limited series. No, limited series is important. Dope sick? This is another thing I feel like came out two years ago. The yeah. Dro- the Dropout Hulu. I'm watching that right now. Dropout's really good. I didn't like it. Okay. I disagree. I think it's really good. I think she's good in it. Yeah, I think she's going to win. I think Dropout's good. The problem is is that it's exactly the same as the the documentary. I know. All these things are. But this this one, of all of them, well, I'm kind of bummed because I thought We Crash was so good. We Crash was my favorite of all those recreations. But this is... This is creeping up there. I haven't watched that yet. Uh, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and the White Lotus. Pam and Tommy, I couldn't even get through. Yeah, I, I mean, I just can't believe that that and that's got nominated for a bunch of shit. Um, I, I couldn't get through Inventing Anna either. I thought Inventing Anna was like very entertaining. Okay, but it was very frustrating. Her character was hilarious, like just how she like. Uh, Invented Anna. I think I liked White Lotus m- most of all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, okay. Is nominated. Uh, all right. So, best actress in a limited series, Tony Collette for Staircase, Julia Garner. Staircase is so boring. I can't watch it. I haven't, I haven't started. Julia Garner, Inventiana, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson, Impeachment. Did you watch that? No. I started, I couldn't, I didn't care. I found it, I found it, uh, I don't know. Just got, I get, I, yeah, no. Beanie Feldstein? Um, she didn't get nominated, but uh, Margaret Qualley, The Maid? I never watched that. Amanda Siegfried dropout. She is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, Amanda Siegfried. Um, all right. I'll do best actor in a limited series. Colin Firth, Staircase, Andrew Garfield, Under the Banner of Heaven, which I still, I watched the first episode of that. And I'm just like. I'm, I want to see it. I heard it was really good. Yeah, I, I mentioned it, but I just haven't gotten back to it. Oscar Isaac scenes from a marriage. Interesting that he got nominated and she didn't. Yeah. Um, Michael Keaton Dopestick. Himesh Patel for Station Eleven. And Sebastian Stan on the Pam and Tom. Can't believe Pam and Tom is nominated for stuff. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, best TV movie. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. People love that. I haven't seen it. I liked it. Supposed to be... You saw it? You saw it. It's good. Okay. It's not a kid's movie. That's what I heard. Ray Donovan, the movie. Have you seen Ray Donovan, the movie? No. You were all into the Ray Donovan, weren't you? Uh, I did like two seasons, and I, yeah, I just... I like the idea of Ray Donovan as this Hollywood fixer, then he just became like this... It just changed. Uh, I, I, no, I didn't like it. Reno 911, Hunt for QAnon. The Survivor, don't know what that is. Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Do you have any uh, interest in any of these? Hunt for QAnon was good. You watching Reno 911? No, I never watched Reno 911. That's what it is. Oh, I thought it was. I'm looking for the category right now. I can't keep. Uh, can't find it on my list. I thought it was no. I didn't watch the Reno 911. I thought it was like the movie about them finding the guy that started QAnon. Best reality show. The challenge not nominated. It's okay. Um, let me see if there's anything else I want to bring up. Um, best actor in a comedy. Guest actor in a comedy series. Gerard Carmichael. 
Saturday Night Live. Bill Hader, curb your enthusiasm. Nathan Lane, only murders in the building. Chris McDonnell, Axe, Sam Richardson, Ted Lasso, James Lance, Ted Lasso. I don't know who James Lance is. But anyway. Um, but anyway, so what, uh, I don't know when, I guess it airs, September 3rd? September 4th. Yeah, it's interesting the categories you decided to pick. I just I'm I'm so flabbergasted where where how you decided to announce which categories you decided. Like the the big ones I understand, but like you're taking female nominations from one side, male from the other. I'm I'm just curious. I know. Well, I was gonna start rambling all of them, but then I was like, I don't know. This is what we do all the time, and it gets overall. What did you think of the nominations? I think they're fine. Pam and Tommy should not be nominated. Um, Stranger Things probably shouldn't be nominated, although it's a fun show to watch. Um, I wouldn't call it a best drama series, you know? But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. I guess we'll figure out a place to go eat on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just, I just, I, as you were doing this, I started getting work stuff. I have a job that's supposed to be Monday that just got moved to the following Monday, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, all right. No, it's okay. It's not a big deal. I just, I just saw it and I was trying to figure it out. Um, I mean, I kind of, I, you know, I don't want to belabor the whole point of the nominees for the Emmys, but I do feel like there's a lot more that we didn't get that we didn't touch on them with it. That is a lot. Best supporting actor in a drama series. <laughs> I don't know if reading off categories is going to quite cut it. I kind of, I think, uh, yeah. All so right, we're we, good. We have to figure out another way to do this. I know. Well, we've got a whole summer to do it. Yeah. Also, I want to, maybe we'll, you know, I was listening to this, uh, I stumbled onto this podcast called The Newcomers. Uh, it's about these two girls. Well, it's Lauren Lapkus. Um, there's something going on with my light. It's like flickering. Lauren Lapkus from uh, The Wrong Missy. Yeah. And, um, Nicole Byer, that actress, she's a stand-up comedian, but she was in Community, she's been in a bunch of things. Mm. And they're basically like, I guess they started re-watching like all the Fast and the Furious movies, and like they'd never seen them, and I like they talk about them. But they started doing the Marvel franchise universe thing, and they basically like break down, um, you know, each movie pretty closely, and how shitty things are and I feel like maybe we should do a mini version of that to kind okay. of switch up oh. the format a little All bit. Right. So we're gonna reformat over the summer. Yeah. I feel, like, it. I feel like we can pick like a sprint like a franchise, even if it's like grown ups or like something, you know, stupid like you know, comedy, like something. That's different that no one that there's been multiple movies of that we can go and watch all of them and talk about how they connect with each other and and uh, it, was, it was kind of a funny podcast so I was like oh, maybe we'll talk about something I don't okay. know we'll come up with a a new format sounds sounds like a smart idea I'm pretty sure we'll uh, end up keeping the same format but no. No, I'm, I'm with you because as you're reading off the Emmy nominations and I'm like falling asleep and meanwhile, that's what I want to talk about. It's like, I realize that we're, we've, that we're at that point and it's okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll, uh, maybe when we come back, we'll have a whole new format with two new hosts. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Audrey and Robbie. All right. Uh, 
Are you ready for your big trip? Yeah, I got a bunch. I'm spending way too much money on this trip. I bought a bunch of new clothes. And I had a, I had a, a costume designer style it. So she like bought a bunch of stuff. So no Giants or Suns t-shirts coming with you to Italy? No. I'm going to be wearing uh, linen shirts. Nice. Basically, I watched uh, every Italian movie, like uh, um, Talented Mr. Ripley and all these other things. To see well, did you, watch the, did you watch the um, Stanley Tucci series? Yes, I've watched some of that. We've watched, we're, we're, we're yeah, we're, uh, we're gearing up. We're watching all the travel shows. Well, I'm excited for you. Uh, what, what other countries have you, have you been to a lot of other countries? No, just Israel. And, yeah. So just Israel. So this is your second time out of the country. Yeah, just Israel. All right. Well, I want to make it. A, I want to make it a point to travel. So there you go. I'm going to start here. Nice. Well, we all say ciao, Arriva Derci. All right. See you on the other side. You know that that's you know no you don't want to start telling us some of your Italian. Have you studied any Italian? No, I haven't. Bellissimo. Bellissimo. We know that. Where that from? My bellissimo. My that uh sour wine skin of the pepper. Yeah, great. Would you like some pepper? All right. <laughs>